It was an ordinary face, that is, apart from the stamp of death upon it. But it had no distinguishing features. Its owner could be, or rather could have been, a native of a dozen different countries. But he was a member of the Devil's Legions now, there was no doubt about that. All eight of Dusty's shots had caved in his chest. Yes, neat shooting airs, grunted Horner. But a damn shame, nevertheless. It's a human impossibility to make a dead man talk. Sorry, sir, Dusty grated, but I didn't know about your vest, either. Horner gripped his arm and pressed hard. Easy, lad, he soothed. I apologize, I went off half-cocked. But I haven't been able to grab a black agent alive yet. It's funny, but somehow death always beats me to it. I— He suddenly cut himself off and scowled down at the dead man. Hmm, he mused aloud. I haven't used this for four or five days. Now I wonder— Spinning around, Horner raced for the elevator. On the fifty-sixth floor of the building, the car came to a stop, and the doors automatically rolled open. Out ducked Horner without so much as a glance at Dusty. It was as though the intelligence chief had forgotten his existence entirely. But the pilot stuck to his heels, followed him into his private office. Going over to the interdepartment call set on the desk, General Horner wrapped down a contact arm switch and bent over the transmitter. Collins, this is Horner. Grab the White House Rotunda attendant and bring him here at once. And stick a couple of your best men on the president. Get it? Stick him on no matter what he says. Yes, I'll take all the responsibility. Now hop to it. Flipping up the switch, the general dropped into his chair and glared at Dusty. By God, he boomed. Here's where I get one of them alive. Horner's hand shot out to the switch panel again. Hicks, he barked. Send Peters in with that man at once. They both stiffened as the reply came through the speaker. Peters, sir? He hasn't been in for an hour, sir. He went over to the SS Files office, I believe. Did you— Come in here, Hicks. Horner's booming voice echoed and re-echoed about the four walls of the room. Yes, sir, gasped out the speaker horn. Hardly had the intelligence chief snapped off the switch than the side door opened and a thin, white-faced staff orderly slipped inside. You, you, you want me, sir? He gulped fearfully. The general leaned forward, eyes narrowed. Ten minutes ago, Hicks, he snapped. Peters told me that he was holding a man here for questioning, a black agent. Do you mean Peters hasn't been here for an hour? The staff orderly's head bobbed up and down like a marionette's. That's right, sir, he exclaimed. I'm positive. I've been holding some codegrams for him, sir, and I've been waiting in his office all the time. I think you'll find him at the SS file, sir. The general started to speak, then changed his mind. All right, Hicks, he grunted. That's all. Get out. As the orderly popped out again, Horner bent over the interdepartment call set. Secret Service files, he grunted. Then, S.S. Horner. Is Peters there? Is, eh? Send him to me at once, and tell him to bring the dossier on every man in the White House. That's right, the S.S. record on every one of them. As Horner snapped off the connection, a heavy silence settled down over the room. Dusty cleared his throat. Mind telling me, sir? he ventured. The other shot him a keen look. Can't you guess it? he said. Partly, sir. The rotunda orderly was the only one who saw us take the subcar, and, of course, he probably signaled ahead to that fake guard. But why did he leave me in the clear? I was nearer to the guard than you were. The other drummed on the table for several moments. He wanted to make sure that I would go out of the picture, he said eventually. Damn it! I was such a fool not to have suspected such an attempt. They've tried it often enough. 
At that moment, the door opened, and a heavy-set middle-aged man entered the office. A bulging briefcase dangled from the fingers of one hand. With the other hand, he flicked off his hat and half-saluted. "'Here you are, sir,' he said, dropping the briefcase on top of the desk. "'Something popping?' Horner ignored the question, snapped open the case, and started thumbing through the stack of file folders it contained. He pulled one out, read it through carefully. When he placed it back on the desk and raised his head, there was a savage gleam in his eyes. "'Did you call me at the White House a quarter of an hour ago, Peters?' he suddenly shot out. "'Why, why no, sir, I didn't call.'